Well, I... Uh, Are you rolling? Yeah, I would like to say, uh, before we begin, thank you, gentlemen, for all the kind words. Uh, in the birth of number two. That's right. Numero dos. Kellen. JP gets the, the blue star. Cause he, yeah, how, how, how does it feel that your favorite black person ever named your son? You, you, I you was great. You were adamant that that wasn't the case, and you had all these stories that he was not he was not right in naming. And like, why were you guys trying to hide it? So it much? took us a day. Like, we didn't name him right away. Like, we we had our short list, and it took us a day to get. I, I was sending you some last minute. Text I know. I got some. Petition. I got some last minute uh, contributions. But anyway, Kellen Edward is in the house. Spell with an A. With an A. K E L L A N. I like it. Uh, send gifts to to seven oh one First Avenue Sunnyvale. All those gifts that you feel like sending. B dash one three seven. Don't send gifts. Send beer. Yeah. That's really that's really sanity juice. That's what we need. Yes. You might need diapers too, though. Oh yeah, that's true too. Send yeah. diapers. Nah, but it's been good. He's a uh, big dude, cooking. Everything's great. Been on so, that, he on that milk. I know the bullpen podcast audience was uh, concerned, but uh, we're back now, and Kellen's here, and should be fun. The bullpen just grows. It does. Anything else going on, guys? Anything else? Go Bernie. In still. Go Bernie. Still. Dear Lord. That's a whole different podcast. Uncle B kicking. Yeah. Winners never quit. <laughs> Did I just get my view? Welcome to the Bullpen Podcast, episode 24, the week of Thursday, June 9th. We are back, gentlemen, in the bullpen after nearly a month off. You had that with a little more emphatic. Yeah. Well, I haven't been Welcome. around. I haven't been around in uh, a few weeks, or a couple weeks here in the office, so I've really uh, had a lot of a lot of energy to expound. Uh, boys, the NBA, NHL playoffs wrapping up. We'll talk a little bit about that. Steph Curry stresses out about what to wear. That's coming up on the Bullpen Podcast. I will have nothing to contribute to that conversation. And Dana White's going crazy. All those stories and more right here at 11 with Evan Doherty, Brandon Velasquez, <laughs> and JP. <laughs> I got off the rails there, boys. Um, yeah. How we doing? You clearly are rusty with the music <laughs> there as well. Let's bring it back. Let's yeah, just bring yeah. it back. I, I kind of dug the heart out. Let's start talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's get into it. All right, uh, NBA NHL playoffs wrapping up. The San Jose Sharks, I'm in my full garb here uh, for their last game of the season. I know, I can't get it right. Really? I really can't get it right. For the last game of the season, tonight is game five in about uh, one hour. So figure usually I wear it every elimination game they play. And uh, So you're going to wear that for like a week? Well, maybe. But that's the hopeful. Uh, yeah. That's the hope, but I don't, I don't sense that's the case. Any, anybody, what did, they, what did you guys think of this Stanley Cup Finals? Uh, we'll start here just because. Uh, at least they've been competitive. I'm leading the They've been here. close games throughout. I mean, it, that's been fun to watch, at least, I think. If uh, y'all had hosted Marshawn Lynch at both home games, you oh. would have gone 2-0 at home instead of 1-1 with the split. That's, that's what went wrong. I still don't know why he opened the door. I know he's a Cal guy, but I could think of many more many more Bay Area guys that could have been there. For that, be for that be first ever. Better than Beast Mode? Now, that's the hard part. Yeah. I don't I know. It. I mean, it, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, NBA, NBA, NBA Finals, uh, we've had, what, three games of this NBA Finals. Big yawner from Velasquez. Uh, what do we think of this? Initial thoughts after three games. I uh, mean, it's it's just like the Eastern Conference Finals. They get, I mean, it, it, it'll probably go like six games, but as of right now, they're all, they've all been blowouts. 
I, I, I'm not the basketball guru. Yeah, I mean, so. there, there's been uh, kind of Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, obviously, Golden State looks so good at home for those two games, so everyone kind of thought, well, they'll just go to Cleveland and keep going. But the Cavs knew LeBron said it before game three. We go down 0-3, this thing's over. So really, I mean, in, in hindsight, probably should have thought, well, three's the one they're going to step up and make a statement, and maybe four's now going to be a little competitive here on uh, on Friday night. At least as a Warriors fan, I sure hope so. Because, I mean, what, they, what they've been doing, really, Steph and Clay have been non-existent in this series. Steph's a bum. They're on, a, they're on the side of a milk carton right now. I was wrong. I thought that the Cavs were going to get broomed, but... Uh... I thought so, too. That unanimous guy is not unanimously doing anything but sitting on the bench making weird faces, so. And look, I, I, people want to talk about him being hurt. Obviously, I think he probably is. That's still no excuse. Six turnovers <laughs> in game three. I mean, the dude's just playing poorly, and Cleveland's doing a great job of focusing on, on him defensively. Finally, somebody listens because nobody <laughs> listens to JP. Hashtag everybody hates JP. It, this is something that not I, everybody. You got three people in this room that that like you. So Dan hates me because I've tuned in. Indeed, uh, because <laughs> I've tuned into these games. It it just it's really surprising. I never understand how the NBA can be so lopsided when the best two teams are playing each other one way or the other. Right. And so the reason I bring that up is because you mentioned the competitive the Stanley Cup Finals and uh, Brobes thought that a good debate for us, which Evan has some experience in this in the past too, is you know which is the better playoff 2016 nba playoffs and the 2016 stanley cup playoffs are we going playoffs versus playoffs or finals versus finals we, I, I think playoffs as a whole okay i mean i know there's been there's been some good games in the nba playoffs there's been some lopsided ones in the nhl playoffs you know but i think overall like and, and i think maybe you could specifically look at the finals and who, who knows like the you know the next you know, game four of the NBA Finals could be this, you know, great buzzer beater kind of game that everybody's been hoping and praying for. But, you know, just right now, just looking at it, like I said, the Eastern Conference Finals were bad. Even the beginning of that Warriors-Thunder, those games were all blowouts until the last couple of games. And even then they were kind of, they yeah, weren't, a little bit. there was not really like a close game. Like the, the Warriors-Thunders like game, game you know, during the regular season were phenomenal and exciting. Mm-hmm. And there were some exciting moments in that Western Conference Final, but for the most part, most of those games were just, you know, you could turn it off with like, you know, five minutes to go or whatever, and you kind of knew what the outcome was going to be. Golden State Portland had some close contests, yeah. too, even mm-hmm. though they only went five games. That felt like a seven-gamer <clears throat> almost in some ways. Although, all being said, I would typically argue the NBA playoffs are better, but you can't argue with the, the numbers. The number of blowouts, I think, just kind of makes it show and prove that the hockey playoffs have been more competitive and more entertaining this year. Um, I, yes, no, JP no wanted that, that caveat in here. No, I, 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 I agree, I agree with, with him. Because if we pick another year, it, it would be a blowout and nobody would show hockey any respect. But this year, because of the games being not competitive almost at all, over, mostly hockey will win this season. And that's the thing, too, because like, didn't Game 1, the ratings for Game 1 were like ridiculous? Like It was one of the best, highest-rated yeah, Game 1s. Yeah, it, it was the highest since uh, 01 <clears throat> when the Sixers beat the Lakers. I mean, even my dad was watching games one and two, and he doesn't watch the NBA. But, <laughs> you know, when the Warriors are being the Warriors, it's, you know, he, he kind of enjoys well, watching that. I think that. it was like a 30 rating in the Bay Area, and Sharks game one was like a five. Yeah, well, that's going to happen. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of expected. But Sharks game one was also up against game seven for the Warriors. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Which is huge. Um, the, the interesting, I was looking at this, last year's finals between the Cavs and the, and the Warriors, the first two games went to overtime, if you remember. Yep. 
Yeah, and then game three was just a five-point game. Cleveland won. Yeah, then... on that, though, isn't it funny how the first two games of last year, LeBron is playing the exact same way? He's missing layups yeah. all over the goddamn yep. place. They could have been up 3-1 in that series, and, of course, they lost. But if he would just finish at the rim, like the two games that they lost and the one that they won, he'd just be missing bunnies. Like you're the biggest, most strongest athlete in the world. And you mean to tell me that you're not hitting layups? What was game four last year? Game four was a twenty point win for the Warriors. And I don't In think Cleveland. Yeah, and I don't think that's gonna be the case this year. I think it's gonna be more like that game three last year. Warriors just don't like game threes. Points. As long as they keep no. Kevin Love on the bench, it'll be it'll be close. <clears throat> and then they pretty much rolled. You know, it was a thirteen point win in game five and then an eight point win in game six. So I don't know. I just I was just wondering what the difference is. I, I, is it is it I, I, uh, Cleveland supposedly is healthier this year. This, you would think that would be as close, if not closer, right. than it was last year. Other than Love, obviously, now. Well, right. and then I think right. conversely, you've got Steph, who is like, like it's going to come out after the playoffs that he's got something seriously wrong with That's him. That's going to be an excuse, though. Well, no, no, no. I'm not saying. I mean, they could still win the series. I want to see him lambaste it and drug through the mud, just like they do Braun any other year. And I just, I nobody can give me an equivocal answer as to why. Steph continues to get these passes, even last NBA Finals. If you're the MVP of the league, how are you not the MVP of the Finals? Like, where are, what are you doing? Like, where are you? Well, but a lot of times, and you see this in hockey a lot, is the best player is taken away by the other team's best player. I don't think that's the case with the Warriors and Cavs, but I, I don't think that you that your MVP, league MVP, if he's in the Finals, should be your Finals MVP. In basketball, Jordan, Kobe, Shaq, Wilt, like we can go down the list. They want to chip during the season, and they won the chip in the, when, it, like when it counted in the finals. And two years in a row, Steph has just gone fishing. But the, one of the Warriors' strengths is their depth and their yeah. bench scoring. So I don't think – Oh, I'm not arguing that they're the better team, but like if you carry the team through the season, like what, what makes you think that you shouldn't carry your squad through the chip? And he may, he may not think – I don't think there's any argument against that. He, he, he could score 90 points in the next three games, and then you – and the Warriors win the next three – or. Sorry, the next two. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. he could score eighty points in the next two games, and then you know he'll, he's going to get it. But um, right now, like you know, people talk about him being a video game. I think you know, remember the old Nintendo where you you took the game out and you got to blow into it to to get it to reset. I think that's what the Warriors need right now. Yeah, there's still an opportunity for him to make a big impact on the series. I think, but if the Warriors pull this out, I think right now, Draymond's your most valuable player. Yeah. Because of that sweet, <laughs> swift kick yep. in the Jeez. Western Conference Finals. So we're all in agreement this year the Stanley Cup uh, playoffs have been much more entertaining. Including... I'm going to save this episode because it's probably the one time JP will ever <laughs> side with hockey. <laughs> and Ovechkin ain't even Ovechkin. But it's true. No, no, I, no but, but I want to save this moment. I, I want to I take a picture of it, put it above my mantle. I don't have a mantle, but <laughs> if I had one, <laughs> if I had one, it'd go above it. <laughs> I want to get back to the Stanley Cup Finals in a minute, but if LeBron loses again, and this is the question posed here, do you think it hurts his legacy? I, I don't think so. He'd be two and five then in in finals, which two and four, two and five. What's the difference in my mind? Yeah, that's true. You it, make that many finals. Yeah, no. How many guys have made seven finals? Not that's, very many. No, um, I think it, what will hurt him in personally for him will be if not bringing Cleveland a title. I right. think that's what will hurt his personal legacy. I, I think overall in terms of everyone else, you know, haters are going to hate and the lovers are going to love them. So I don't think it matters either way. Yeah, I, I put this question on here, and I just put it on here just because I thought it would be a good question. I, I, I agree with you. Um, 
he gets a lot of hate and and some of it like the way like he 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 does get away with a lot too but he is he is really fun to watch and he's just a, a great talent and i think people are going to regret not appreciating it we we talk about it all the time on this podcast appreciating greatness and and if you make it to that many finals especially six in a row six in a row like that's ridiculous crazy. you know and he took from going to like you know and then he you know seven finals overall um especially like I know it's the East and whatnot, but whatever. It, that that's still tough to do. Like, yeah, it might have been Bill Russell, Casey Jones, and those Celtics guys are the only other yeah. ones to have done yeah, that. Yeah, to go in consecutive like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Speaking of LeBron, Steph Curry, let's talk fashion. Who wants to talk fashion? This is the Anybody? funniest thing ever. Because somebody break somebody break this down. To break this down. Man, first and foremost, Steph, all this money, like all the fame, like all the access, he's <laughs> arguably. Arguably one of the worst dressed athletes of all time. Express. Would you rather? Like, he signed an express contract, which is fine, but you're not even wearing, like, the right clothes. You don't wear stuff that, like, accentuates your skin tone. <laughs> like, you're, you're arguably never matching. Like, none of your fits ever come together. And for somebody who has money and access, like, you should be looking like money and access, especially when you say you care. Like, your head's never lined up. Your fade's always off. It looks like you haven't brushed your hair or showered but you're still one of the greatest basketball players ever. I, I kind of wish that he would take his outward appearance a little more serious. This comes, by the way, from a New York Times piece about this NBA fashion. Uh, Westbrook or Curry, better dresser? Jesus. LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> Even with the racing stripes on that jacket? Evan Doherty. Russ is always just trying to like push boundaries, which is cool. He's just always going to wear the most odd thing. And I've, got, I've got great style. What can I say? <laughs> It keeps him relevant. I don't even think Russ cares what he wears. I think Russ just wants to be talked about. Yeah, I, absolutely. Yeah. I see that, yeah. Because what he's throwing on is just, all right, they're going to take a picture of this. It's going to trend. I'm still going to be relevant, which is more money in my pocket. And I'm going to go turn the ball over ten times, and people are still going to be talking about my outfit. I mean, what, he's the only Jordan brand-sponsored athlete without his own shoe. I feel like that should actually speak volumes, being as that everybody else on Team Jordan has their own kit. I mean, Blake Griffin has his own shoe and Russell Westbrook does not. He's got well Jordan's close to getting something with him, I thought. I thought the thirties are basically. Nah, remember he asked for a lifestyle shoe instead of a basketball uh, shoe because he feels that he's a fashion icon. It's just weird. Fair. It's all Evan's fault anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh at least Steph Curry is dressing. Uh, he's not doing anything else. He should right fire now. his stylist it's, and his barber. What do you have in the first half in game three? Like six? Four. Well, he, he, remember that, like in the first like couple of minutes, yes. he juked like, which I know it's Tristan Thompson. It's not the toughest thing to do, but he like he put that move on Thompson out by the three point line, and Thompson slipped and fell down, and then he hit the three over him, and you're like, oh, here it goes. Nothing after that. What if he tweaks him? Yeah, nah, it's because LeBron put that body on him. <laughs> it's the same as that thing when uh, uh when uh who's he? Was it Miami? It was Miami when they played the Thunder. And he leaned on Kevin Durant that entire fourth quarter, and they were trying to come back in that elimination game. All of Durant's shots were hitting the front of the rim. Well, if you've got 6'7", 260, laying on you for three quarters, I'm sure you're going to be tired when yeah. it's actually time to start shooting these jump shots. And what is Steph? 6'4", 175, 180? Soaking wet. Maybe. And we saw, um, even the two losses, the first two games, like Bron literally was just bullying him around the court like he wasn't getting off the ball so 
he could literally be fatigued because he doesn't hit the weight room at all. I feel like JP could go on and I, on and yeah. on. <laughs> so what do we what do we think is gonna happen the rest of the series? Do you think the Warriors still win it? Man, that's tough. Um I just think they're the better I I think because they have home court, I don't think they lose at home. They might this might go seven, it might just be an all home team series, mm-hmm. but I think they win just based on the the home court. I'm gonna stick with what I thought would happen beforehand. I think they figure it out, win game four, and they go home and win game five. JP? If they let Cleveland tie the series in Cleveland, that's that's too much confidence and they'll lose. If like A plus said they win game four. You think if they make it two two that they're mentally they're gonna be done, they got no oh, shot yeah. coming like, back. You're gonna give LeBron all the juice in the world and that's I that's just bad. He'll actually do the right thing. Shoot no jumpers, go straight to the box. That's one end thing up at the free throw he line. did well in game three, get into the rack. That's what he's got to keep Right, going, and because but. he's literally unstoppable. Iguodala, people are touting him for his defense. He's been fouling him for two years. But when LeBron finishes at the rim, which he should always do, I don't know why he tries to be cute and do the light. Like, just bash. Bash and get to the line, hit your free throws, get the free money. If he does that in a win in game four, I mean, there's no, it's impossible to stop that. Like Shaq, back in the day, what are you going to do? If Shaq gets the ball at the block and takes one dribble into the paint, He's seven two. It, yeah, it's done. Can't do if LeBron gets into the paint and there's nobody in front of him, that's that should be two points, maybe three, if you decide to foul him. So, I feel like it's contingent upon the next game. That's how I feel about the uh, Stanley Cup Finals, but we'll get into that in a minute. Real quick, let's do a Facebook live check. We are live on Facebook every week, or each every taping. Whenever we tape. Right now, we have one viewer. <laughs> Is uh, it Jason Chan? Probably me. It's probably the one person monitoring yeah. it. So no cliff, no no comments. No I nothing. understand because we're taping earlier than normal. Yeah, we are. So people but I watching did, like, Matlock or yeah. Jeopardy or Wheel of Fortune, and we're <laughs> Matlock. haven't quite gotten that, to yeah, that, that. Was to you, Cliff Bayless? That sixty-five to eighty-five audience that we've been so clamoring for. <laughs> well, we picked up a point. They're I at think. they're at the hometown buffet right now. They love podcasts. Oh man, they do. Soul. Hopefully we. Get a lot of replay views, like DVR views. Maybe that's what they're doing. People are DVRing Swing the show. by the page. Yeah. Well, if you do want to keep in touch with us, if you listen to us on iTunes, like us on Facebook. We're the Bullpen Podcast. Like us there, then live subscribe so that a little button pops up. I, I did put, you know, a poll on the Twitter and on the Facebook page, like with, you know, the NBA playoffs or the NHL oh, yeah, playoffs. Yeah, let's, and, let's hear about that. And uh, our good friend Andy Barons uh, yeah. said, I, so I posed the question, NBA playoffs or NHL playoffs, who you got? He said, NCAA track and field championships. I knew it. Oh, yeah. I just, I knew it. Oh, I We did it. get a couple of votes for hockey, but those are just, you know, people that we know that I know are big hockey fans. So. Thanks for nothing, Andy. Yeah. Like us on Facebook so you can also read Andy Barron's, uh Andy Barron's, Andy Barron's, Andy Barron's, Andy You can read Andy's, Andy's comments Andy about Burns. track and field, Iowa. It's really riveting stuff. R- riveting. Also, follow us on Twitter, at the Bullpen Pod. Email Evan. I'll give you his personal email address. <laughs> me first. We'll yeah. give you his cell phone number. Yeah, actually. Both of them. 408. <laughs> get, me get a pen. We'll wait. Um, anyway, real quick on the on the Stanley Cup Finals. You, no, JP, you, you got something? Because if he was giving his personal information, I was going to say maybe somebody at S-Pen could you know, reply back as to why we didn't get that OJ doc early <laughs> mm-hmm. here at this media outlet known as the Bullpen, mm-hmm. being as we're the greatest up-and-coming anything on the planet Earth. Should have got that first. So once you give out his contact, bad reviews coming your way. Easy, bad. bad, bad <laughs> I don't care how reviews. good it is. <laughs> the bullpen pod is not endorsing such documentary. Nope. 
We're going to start our own 15 for 15. <laughs> Do it. Fitting for fitting. <laughs> it's just 15 minutes of JP going off on Steph Curry. Yeah. That's it. Every week. I'd watch What that. if I told you the unanimous MVP <laughs> was the greatest one-trick pony of all time? <laughs> oh, man. Um, How's your liver, Dano? It's doing okay, actually. Yeah? yeah um, the finals, actually, for me, have been pretty pretty uh, uh, uneventful. Like, I just I haven't ever been as sort Well, you've of, been sort focused of on numb. the kid. Well, just sort of numb. Like, mm-hmm. never been here before. The Sharks get there. It's like their and first day of school, and, they're, they're and you don't know what to do or who to talk to. They're basically getting beat in every aspect of the game, but still staying in the game. Yeah. And I don't know... I don't know what that means. I, I don't know if they are, uh, if they, if they have a chance to win a game here. I don't think they're going to win the series. Um, I'm pretty sure that they're going to lose it tonight. Well, but, they've got to, they've got to win three in a row. Right. Oh, ye of little faith. Okay, but I, I wanted to look up something because I thought this was really interesting. Pete DeBoer has been to the Western Conference and Eastern Conference Finals Correct. once each, and the Stanley Cup Finals twice now. Correct. It's a small sample size, but every single loss for his teams, the other team scored first. Every single time. Every single time he's lost, in both those two. Now, it's ha- earlier rounds, he's come from behind, but in these last two rounds, I don't know what that says. I don't know if it's just that um, uh, I, he, he, his system doesn't work from behind. It could very easily be when when things are as tight as they are, when the refs put the whistles away and, and there's said. a lot more I was holding say, There were so many innuendo jokes. That's what she said three times. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean... I know, Brobes, you've watched the, the, yeah. the majority of the series, Ev. I'm sure you've I missed game peaked four, in on most but... of it. Um, but I just, I don't know, is it just that it's a tighter game that, that causes problems? I, I don't know. Or... I think Well, Martin Jones has played a huge factor in keeping the Sharks in, Absolutely. A, lot of, in a lot of these games. Um, it, you know, the disappearance of Joe Pavelski and Joe Thornton, I know they, they, they played really well. Hurdle being hurt, no pun there, um, definitely, like, plays a big big factor changes in it. Up and, I, and I know Carlson's played well on that line since you know he's been out but um, th- you need your best players to be your best players and you can say I know the Penguins best players haven't necessarily been their best players but they've been getting that that secondary scoring that you so desperately want and Sounds need like the Warriors. and then Malkin finally shows up you know and and Crosby you know he's getting a lot of con Smythe love and I, I just don't see it Mm-mm. like everyone else. I don't think he hit, should get it if they do win tonight. Like, if he gets a hat trick tonight, sure, freaking give it to him. Well, but but I, I think, you know, it, it has to go to the, the young goalie. Like, you know, he's been he's been unbelievable, Murray. Yeah, I, I saw the third game. Oh, my bad. You go ahead. Oh, it's all good. I, I was going to say, I don't know who it was, the Sharks, but I saw a quote that basically said, you know, we're a different team and we're playing from behind. We don't play as loose. I and they haven't been able to do that all series. Team. Right. And they haven't led in the series. Exactly. So. Um, Can't you really say that about every team, though? I think every team's different when you play from behind. From behind some teams are better at playing from behind, I think. I, th- I think it's clear that they are not very good at playing from behind. No, no, clear, yeah. And the Sharks haven't been that been as good on the road in the playoffs. I mean, they really haven't. Yeah. Um, and they were so good in the regular season on the that's road. The that, that's the thing. Yeah, they've the been the exact thing. opposite and in the they've playoffs. And they've been pretty good at home for the most part. I think... If they if they're gonna win a game, I mean, yeah, they have to win tonight. Obviously, if they're gonna win, tonight, win, they have to get the lead, and then play their road game. And and maybe they maybe they can get, bring it back to San Jose, but I don't know if I see them. You mentioned Con Smythe. I think it's interesting. Would it be Phil Kessel? Because Con Smythe is the in t- totality of the playoffs, not just the finals. Oh, okay. If, if so could going... it be Phil Kessel? 
He's got 21 points and 10 goals. He's he'd be the leading scorer. Yeah, I mean, I think it's either I'd give it to Kessel or uh, if if we're doing that, then I mean, Crosby's got a shot because Crosby kind of he lifted them at the end of the Eastern Conference Finals. True, kind of pushed him pushed him over the top there. I'd I'd give it to Murray, just because like asking a kid to do what he's doing. Oh, no doubt. It's it's pretty amazing. So um, I'd give it to him, but that's just me. I'm not a I don't get to vote for that. As far as my liver goes, I did open the the, uh, the bottle of extra rare Crown Royal that I've been saving for when the Sharks went to the Stanley Cup Finals. Opened it actually in Game 4 via the new baby. I couldn't really crack open a bottle two days after he was born, but we did, and uh, it was tasty. So I was glad I got to, I'm, I'm glad I got to toast the Sharks, and uh, hopefully they uh, yeah, can win one more game and come home. And Did you share it with that, that green beret from the picture of... <laughs> With Kellen and your wife, like who in the world is that? Yeah, can we talk about your father-in-law's That's life? Who that is? game room there? <laughs> That's he, my father-in-law. He first of all looks like he just left the the special forces like yeah. two months ago. Strong dude. Like what, what's his background? Uh, he's done construction plaster his whole life, so he's. Oh, that's, that's uh, what they call it now. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So it's been a good finals for me. I'm good. I'm glad I got there. What do you got? Phantom question: Will you will you be heartbroken? I mean, you gotta be a little sad. How are you really going to feel? You're I was heartbroken on uh, Monday. Like, I was done. Like, yeah. that was it. Yeah, when that they was lost the, that game, yeah. I was done. I just, I mean, you know, you, you don't, it's hard. For some reason, I've been a lot more numb this year than I thought I would be when they finally got there. The highs haven't been as high and the lows haven't been as low. But, but Monday night when they lost that game, I went, yep. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we, we made it, right? Did you, did you tweet out your signature whelp? No, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. You I'll just see, liked someone that, else's tweet. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, be sure to follow me on Twitter. It that, is, that'll be the subject of our first of fitting on fitting. <laughs> the favorite. What if I told you that one person only liked a million Twitter posts? <laughs> All right, let's move on, guys. Uh, okay, so I don't know. I've been kind of out of the loop here, so I'm going to toss this one. Uh, Dana White, uh, UFC, what's he doing with this journalist? I know he banned, they banned him, and then they took the ban away. What's the story here? This was, this was uh, Saturday night. Uh, UFC 199. The report came out. Or her? Um, is huh? it him or it her? was to him. It is Ariel Hawani. Got it. Uh, used to work for FS1, which does a lot of um, obviously UFC coverage. They, you know, Fox airs a lot of the the live. Basically, events. the broadcast yeah, partner. Yeah, they're the, yeah, essentially the broadcast partner. But he recently fired. But he's still big time podcaster. You know, he he covers all the events. He's he's probably one of the most well known people who actually cover the sport in terms of like visually like people know who he is they want to take pictures with him and stuff like that he reports that brock lesnar is going to be at ufc 200 who is you mm. know lesnar is currently under contract with the wwe but they're going to let him out to do this one you know big time thing because it's ufc 200 and you know before the ufc can roll out their little video during that event um promoting the fact that lesnar is going to be at this event you know they essentially like rip his credential away you know, and say, you know, ban him from from covering this. And they actually give him a permanent ban. It comes out later on. They tell him he can go cover Bellator or whatever, you know, all this kind of stuff. And it's just a really bad look for a sport that's had a lot of bad looks, you know, this calendar year, it feels like. Yeah, it lasted only about 48 hours. They then kind of gave him back his, his ability to cover events and said we may just not credential you for certain things going forward. It, it kind of seemed, from my perspective, what I read about it, that, this was more uh, Brock Lesnar being uncomfortable with not being able to announce it himself because that's eventually what happened was he came out and was like, I'm coming back. 
But also the whole thing, too, it's a total scramble to put some kind of name behind UFC 200 because they lost McGregor, and that card was garbage. I mean, it, it, the card, like if you're a UFC fan, the card's not terrible. Like John Jones is going to be back on it, um, Aldo versus Frankie Edgar. But, but, yeah, they needed that big oomph. Lesnar's not really the oomph. But it's because he was one of the most popular names. Right. And it was just the way. But like you said, it was the way that he wanted to announce it. And then he's on SportsCenter the next morning announcing who he's going to fight, which I find utterly hilarious that you know they want him to announce all this stuff on, on SportsCenter. And they do a lot of their announcement on SportsCenter when they have this huge contract with Fox. And that's the weird part about him getting sat down by Dana White because it came out that Dana White actually cuts his checks. Like somebody found out the back way that Zuffa and the two other media conglomerates cash out and like your checks come from the UFC. How deep is your journalism when somebody is just telling you what to say? I didn't have to go looking for it. Like somebody in the company walls told me. So well, yeah, that's the it. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to get mad at fed this. Yeah. Don't get mad at the journalist. Get mad at the, the leak or whoever is telling him. Like, it, it's just it's just one of those things where you can't you can't control like the journalism you can't you can't kick Woj out of the NBA draft because he's right you know you, the NBA can't do that that would be a huge like that'd be worse backlash than this it's just it's it's a really poor poor move on their part stop trying to keep everything so secret in a in a generation now with you know the internet and Twitter and all this kind of stuff where you're not going to be able to keep things secret you want to announce stuff announce it do it quickly don't sit People here and try to wait yeah. and do some you know video production thing like just announce it it just shows that Dana White's an extreme micromanager. So you mentioned that Brock's going to be on the 200 card, which is great. What do you guys think of him coming back? His fight's not going to get out of the first round. Yeah, but Mar I mean, like, Mar Mark Hunt's going to knock him out in the first two minutes of round one, and got, it's going to be done. He's got like five inches of height and I think eight or nine inches of reach on Hunt. And Hunt's like five, six years older than him. And he has explosives in both of his hands, and he can take yeah, a punch. Yeah, Mark Hunt. Yeah, can I don't see two dudes in their mid forties like man. Yeah, I mean but again it's just the name recognition thing. Right. That's that's all it is. Like Marhan's gonna knock him out, but he's really gonna put him to sleep. But do you think this starts like a it's a resurgence of him? No no no. MMA no, it's one that's one and it? done. He's oh, going okay. back so he's going back to he's going it. back to WWE right I, after I, that. Yeah. Remember he tweeted there's a ton of zeros behind my UFC contract, meaning he got paid one million or more dollars to walk in there and get knocked out at UFC 200, and to go back at, to go back to fake wrestling. I just like how he came out the next day and said he's the modern day Bo Jackson, Brock Lesnar. Oh, because he he's doing both. <laughs> and then some someone on Twitter reminded him that Bo Jackson went to the Pro Bowl and Brock Lesnar got cut by the Vikings in training camp. <laughs> it's like you spelled it wrong. You're a modern day drunk. Brock knows. Brock knows. All right, uh, Twitter. Twitter account, NFL's Twitter account got hacked this week. Tell me what happened because I wasn't paying attention at all. Wow, <laughs> oh, you missed out, man. He yeah. did. Oh, Goodell died, right? Something Tuesday like that. Tuesday morning, I saw you, he did. basically tweeted out that uh, we're sorry to inform you that our commissioner, Roger Goodell, has died. He was 57. <laughs> and at first glance, I was out a, on a field shoot that day, and I just happened to glance at my phone. I was like, you With one of his favorite be, people ever. you got to be kidding me. <laughs> Buster Posey is not one of my <laughs> I know. He was actually a nice guy. Uh, his wife was checking me out, actually, though, too, which was pretty funny. Whoa! Okay! Make sure this part of the podcast gets tweeted directly <laughs> to at Posey underscore Buster. Let's get it hot in her. Let's hear about that. Hey! <laughs> Tell me about how it went for you. How did it feel? <laughs> it felt pretty good. 
I was just standing there having a conversation. All of a sudden, I turned and looked over to my left. Oh, shit. Miss Posey's looking back at me. A little smile on her face. There were two kids in front of her. Did you have mustard on your shirt? Was your no. fly down? Fly was up. Nothing on my shirt. I look good. Spice, Man, I hope this. I hope this other viewer on the podcast is your fiance. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably your boy Chris. He's been on the whole time. I oh yeah. yeah. All right. Well, it was good. It was good. It was good. Shout out to C Money if you're watching. <laughs> did, she so anyway. like, did she like slide you a number, like a nah, wink, I got, I got an email? I got nothing. She might see you again though. That was actually pretty funny though. We should have that music on the on the ready just in case. I got it. He gets Always. scoped out by another major leaguer's wife. I mean, you, you could be walking through a lonely hallway one day. <laughs> Did I ever tell you? Did I ever tell you the uh, the the um, the Tony Parker Eva Longoria story? Oh no, let's hear it. This is back in the day, like oh six or oh seven. Where's Brent Barry? Suns, Suns, Spurs, um, and playoffs. Yeah, playoffs. And I'm playoffs. pulling the cords out because we had just finished up our live shot in the tunnel. I'm standing there, tunnel like you know, over under in the cords and whatnot. And Tony's walking by all by himself. And he's like on the phone and making the kissy noises. Like this is when they're together. <laughs> and it was the funniest thing in the world. I, I was trying so hard, like not to. Listen. He's like, "Hello, baby, I miss you." And <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've ever. And it ever was their heard. dog on the other end. And of the probably, phone. but it was it was so funny. And and it kind of reminded me, like if oh, I had that music great. playing in my head, it would have been the best thing ever. That's funny. Tony Parker's infidelity got somebody else. Yeah, fired. it might. It probably wasn't even. It probably wasn't even Ava. He, it was, I mean, whoever the <laughs> yeah. other, yeah. That's a terrible In thing, but, like, he gets points for that. Like, how'd you get Brent Berry fired? He didn't do nothing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? So, anyway, to go back to where yeah, we okay, totally, so, uh, oh, yeah, we were Roger yeah, Goodell died. And, and, and Twitter account. Roger Goodell so, died today. See, then, then, it gets, then, then it gets somber. <laughs> I should have brought back Tom Brokaw. <laughs> oh, that would have been great. But, uh, yeah, so they got hacked, tweeted out that Goodell had died, and uh, followed up with a couple other tweets saying, like, oh, please don't delete that tweet. And then, uh, yeah, that's basically it. NFL got punked. So what was the reaction? Like, I feel like the best was part was what? Seven hours later. Well, when there were a lot of password jokes. Yeah. Roger the Dodger tweeted out that photo. Like, I leave for one day to go golf and blah, blah, blah. And he had but, to name drop Jim Kelly. In, that. in the back of the frame, all you can see in plain English. Yeah, then you can't hate. <laughs> is the word integrity. Yeah. And that just made that photo so much funnier. Like, no. dog, did you not see that on the monitor behind you? Integrity. Something that you probably have nothing oh, known about. It, it was hysterical. Most people knew, again, it was password stuff or jokes like that. I think a couple of people tweeted out uh, how Tom and Bill celebrated the news, and they're like high-fiving and smiling. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty funny. It was just one of those moments where first glance you, you knew it was fake. Um, this, but this was the NFL Twitter account. It was account. at yeah. NFL, okay. wow. verified and everything, man. That's yeah, crazy. It was, it was great. You would have liked that tweet. Yeah. The, yeah. Probably. The question is, did anybody ask Roger how he felt? I, I mean, as a human, I feel like I'd be a little bit down if I literally saw 30,000 people <laughs> excited to see the tweet of my false uh, death. Well, what social media intern got fired? So I don't know. Oh, no, gosh. there's like several job openings in Culver City right now. I'm sure. I guarantee you. Yeah. This is not just one That's person. Crazy. This is this is multiple people got got fired. Multiple legends. Yeah. Because if this is an inside job, they should all get awards. Yeah, that the biggest thing about it is like if you hack the NFL's Twitter account, and that's what you tweet out. Like there are so many things you could have done. Like you could have like denounced the Deflate Gate thing. Like you could have done so many other yeah. funny funny things. 
and you went with, oh, we're going to kill off Goodell. <laughs> yeah, but but think about it. Everybody hates him, so it's like I know it's but... the perfect it's the perfect one. Well, uh, yeah. I think I maybe think he's resigning. Funny. You could I, have had him resign. Like that would have been that would have been funnier. But then he's still he's still here. I know, but <laughs> which means he still has a voice. Well, if you say that he dies, he's still here. And I would bet that you've got you've got only a few minutes once you finally get in there, unless you've had the password. They for had a long three time. tweets. They got three tweets. They got, out, three, huh? tweets got three tweets out of it. It was great. And then the was hacker good eight called eight people detectives. It was a good eight minutes. Yeah, that's great. Okay, detectives, you got us. Yeah. That's funny. I wonder how they get how they, what they do with that. Like, if you've got into the account, how do they get them out and shut it down or have to suspend it or something like that? I don't know how they what like they do on Twitter. Zuckerberg got hacked earlier in the week. I don't think it's difficult if you've mm -hmm. you know seen these documentaries with Snowden mm -hmm. or the anonymous people. If they're hacking into people's Swiss bank accounts, I'm sure Twitter is a walk in the park. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Ah. What else we got on that NFL? Anything else? Any other NFL news? It's been kind of been kind of quiet. Uh, I was reading a story actually before I uh, got in here that apparently Michael Crabtree today said that Michael Crabtree, Michael Crabtree said that uh, Derek Carr is uh, he's an old Brett Favre type quarterback. Those a lot of picks. <laughs> Same number. Always going to be a gunslinger. Big fan of jeans. Hope he likes Vegas. Hope he doesn't send picks like. Yeah. Brett Favre. Watch out, Jen Sturgeon. <laughs> look out. Look out. <laughs> don't Jeez. give Derek Carr your Nobody, number. Nobody, don't do it. Just Gosh. win, baby. <laughs> Just win. What, okay, what happens if Von Miller really doesn't like that guaranteed number and he really doesn't sign this contract? They'll work it out. He'll miss a week or two at camp, maybe. maybe before, before he gets fined $500,000? He'll jump off sides a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I was just trying to get the jump. Sorry, I didn't time it right. Man. That would make him the most, uh, the highest paid player, not, not a QB. I mean, he deserves it. Thirty-six million dollars guaranteed seems like a lot to me. So, but who am I? Pay the man. Pay that man. He's money. There it is. Uh, we don't claim to know anything here on the bullpen podcast, but uh, we did. Uh, we did make some predictions before the season started. Baseball. I think. I think, so. I think no, I, I think I, I know a little because I had like a four for four run back then. But it's still everybody <laughs> hates JP. So. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I I don't claim to know anything on here, but I thought tweeting it. We're about 60 games in. Thought I'd take a look back at our preseason picks for the World Series and see where everybody stands. What, what was the four for four run? The Dan's kid's name. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Steph, Preakness, and what was the last one? It was a fourth. I tweeted it in the in the group chat. I had like a, I was four for four, and nobody ever listens to me. So was it we love you, JP. Was it Canelo. Well, now nah, we knew he was gonna win. Either way. Either way. Great. <laughs> MLB standards. JP right again. So let's go with this. Uh, JP took the Orioles way back when, uh, and they are currently leading the AL East. Evan took the Cubs. That's the best team in baseball. At yes, the moment. sir. Brobes uh, took the Astros. Yeah, I'm not I'm not happy about that. Uh, well, they, they can still make a, make a run. No. They're four and a half games out of the wild card right now. No. No. Um, <laughs> you, you, got, you, got a, you got a better shot of seeing Manny Machado versus Roughneck Odor <laughs> at UFC 200. <laughs> Than the Astros. See that the I would series. watch. See, See, there you go. That's, that's what, what Dana do. White missed on all of this. I don't you need Lesnar and seventy-year-old Mark Hunt going at it. Super light flyweight edition. <laughs> I need Odor Manny Machado. Punish Machado. Can can we throw Jordano Ventura in the mix? <laughs> yeah, it's like least, a triple threat. At least Odor could land the punch. Like Manny got out there and got way too excited. My biggest problem, especially when I played baseball, is that I don't understand how if a if a pitcher hits you with a pitch. 
grand it's probably going to be a fastball because nobody hits you with a slider with the intention of purposely hitting with a slider why are people always dropping the bat i'm taking Take the it. i'm taking Take the bat out there i don't need to crack you in the skull with the bat but i promise you i will hit you right below your Jabble. kneecap I'll hit you right below your kneecap and take away a leg and then let the benches clear. Why would I leave the bat? That's that's pointless. <laughs> I need to go out there and use the bat. It's it's like the guys who fight in the NFL. They hit each other in the head, but they're wearing helmets. Like, just ridiculous. <laughs> There's no such thing as a fair fight. So if I go out there with the bat, that's your fault for beating me with the baseball. Yeah. You should have been better. You, you should have hit me in the head. You just got rid of your weapon. <laughs> so I'm not going to get rid of yeah. mine. <laughs> yeah. I'm running out there with the bat in hand and going to slice somebody up and take a swing right below the kneecap. And then they'll understand you're never going to do this to anybody ever yeah. again. That'll, that'll learn Ventura real quick. I'm sh I'm sure he'll hit he'll hit right somebody. Quick, that boy will learn. He'll hit, he'll hit somebody again because Machado's punch wasn't flush. Like, all right, I can hit somebody. Like, nothing happened. I got tackled. What do you do? What it feels like? Wow, I literally dislocated my kneecap. I need to be cool. My career is in jeopardy. <laughs> ding ding ding. Uh, before we go, bros, we got anything on Facebook? Anybody commenting? Any questions? No, comments? No. Concerns? No, it's been a relative. You know, unfortunately. You know, we probably should have promoted this one a little bit better than we, we did. I think we were still kind of like in flux. We didn't know whether or not our host was going to be here because well. of the kid thing. And, and rightfully so. We understand that. But, um, yeah, no no comments. Cliff is not in a coffee shop somewhere. He, he's, um, he's mad at me now because I'm about to bust <clears throat> him out for being on the Hillary Clinton campaign staff. Oh, boy. So every time she we, gets we, clown, we do have a fault. We do have a, a number one overall pick in this year's MLB draft that's going on right oh, now. Oh, it's right now. Okay, let's, let's, who's the number one overall pick? Mickey Moniak from La Costa Canyon High School. La Costa to Canyon. The, to is the, that down? To the Phillies. Down south. Yeah, LA. that's yeah. down in your neck of the woods. La we, Costa Canyon. We've also got a kid named Riley Pint who got drafted by the Rockies. Big Beer. fan. Good name. Any from, other good names uh, in there? From uh, it so from St. Thomas Aquinas High School. Yeah, produces a lot of oh, uh, big time high There's school. That one, that's player. that one quarterback who did <laughs> much of nothing. That's where Chris Carter's kid, I think, went to high school. They got it. They're Florida, right? Florida, yeah. Yeah, Miami. T Timothy Tebow is his name, was it? <laughs> something, like, something like that. Timothy. Uh, also, analyst, also one Michael Irvin Jr. Uh, wide receiver at that prestigious high school. Anybody else on that list? There's only been four picks. That's it. It, started it just, at four it just started. Yeah, okay, so so yeah. But I just uh, want to. Sneak you know, I think you guys. I think we should just buckle down here in the bullpen and just stay on just for as watch. long as it takes. Yeah, we, we will. We will provide <laughs> pick by pick MLB draft coverage of high school kids who play all the way across the country. All fifty rounds, you can watch them right here. Right <laughs> here on the bullpen. Who won't play for those teams for like six years? Yeah, and some won't even sign. They'll just go right to college. Oh man, <laughs> that's the music. We're getting played off. It's like an award <laughs> show. Like, hey, wrap it up. Well, that's going to do it for this edition of the bullpen. Gentlemen, anything? Dan's going to go change some diapers. Yeah, I got some, some work to do. I got to get out there. Uh, anything else on your brain here before we get out of here? I do pray that you have another 9.45 p.m. with all the family sleep. Yeah, that was great. Actually, last night was the first time in three years as JP was online where everybody in my house was asleep at 9.45. Let's, uh, let's do this next week. That's beautiful. Yeah, let's be back next week and tell yeah. a friend to tell a friend as JP once opined hey. to, uh, <laughs> to, to tune into Facebook Live or hit us up on Twitter or Facebook, any of these places. And for the love of God, like JP. He just wants people to he like him. He just wants people to like him. Go on my Twitter page and start liking. I'm going to block you like Bomani Jones. Favorite everything. Thanks for checking out the bullpen.